0: What's going on everyone, welcome back to the Daily Fitness Education. I am your host Kyle, a personal trainer in the trenches each and every single day. Today I had a conversation with a member of the club that I work for. And he suggested uh, that he had some muscle imbalances in his brachioradialis, which means like his his, the forearm or the flexor uh, extensor group of his wrist um, was more developed in his left than his right. And I said, "This is how you fix it," and we will talk about all about it. uh, Talk all about that on the other side of this intro. Good morning, everyone. My name is Kyle Roche and this is the Daily Fitness Education, the podcast designed to highlight how anyone can become successful in any endeavor at all in life. Learning every day. I'll discuss something that I've learned in the past, something I may have learned that day, or something that I'm about to learn. Through books, mentors, courses, formal education, colleagues, and practical steps with clients, You can listen along through the lens of a personal trainer and the healthy enthusiasts around me and learn from my trials and tribulations as to how to achieve the intangible habits to pursue your own future in fitness. Alrighty, Endgame Addicts, welcome back. So I usually pull most of my information from these, uh, for these podcasts, from conversations in the day and uh, the answers um, I've heard a multitude of different things. And the information that I share with you is usually from impressive people. Um, Either, you know, one concept I heard was from a mentor of mine who is now the PT, uh, personal training educator at um, Good Life Fitness right now. Um, She was a a really impactful person in my life. Uh, Just a name drop because I think she deserves the credit for a lot of my development. Uh, Serena Sousa, big shout out to you, buddy. You're a fucking rock star um, and a huge... A huge proponent in my life, even though we don't spend enough time together anymore, um, which we should, so if you ever hear this podcast, uh, I do want to hang out with you again because you're amazing um, as a human, um, but I pull stuff from old mentors uh, like Serena, I pull stuff from uh, impressive people that I worked with in the past, from current cl- uh, trainers that I work with right now, in fact, even when this trainer had asked me my opinion, and I then told him my opinion, and then looked over to a colleague of mine and said, hey, so what do you think? And um, they started to talk about it a little bit more. So there's, there's a multifaceted answer here um, when we talk about muscle imbalances. Um, and it really depends on is it structurally affecting the integrity of your body? Um, are you having issues in your, in your body um, because of that imbalance? Or are you not, right? Sometimes for me, I'm a rotational athlete. So I played a lot of volleyball, a lot of rotational demand in volleyball i played at a, a pretty high level competitively as i was growing up and that uh developed my whole left side more than my right you would think because i was striking with my left or with my right arm i would develop more of my uh right side but i actually because i was twisting left while swinging with my right um, i developed a lot of my left side dominance and then i started to uh serve later in life when i was serving tables as a uh, as a server um I developed a lot of uh, left arm dominance. I was carrying the tray consistently uh, and carrying a lot of the weight and the plates in my left arm and and delivering with my right. So very normal for uh, people to develop imbalances because of life demand. So you get pregnant people, women who developed uh, left uh, one side dominance. You get uh, people with injuries who get one side dominance. You get people... um, who, who just develop imbalances because uh, of life demands and uh, a server can be one of them or a sport can be one of them. So here's my best answer. Uh, we all have imbalances and if it's affecting how you condition and lift, you can do the opposite in rebalancing. Um, but if your body is in prime anatomical position, this is the world of corrective exercise, um, the term Prime anatomical position. I learned from a course called Exercise Therapy, um, and what that means is we are correcting people's bodies to get into the most ideal position to perform with all musculature functioning at its at its best, so you don't develop compensations. Uh, for example, if your shoulder is so injured, uh, you will try to get your arms above your head and higher by using your neck. And uh, <laughs> I don't know about uh, you, but lifting with your neck t- to me sounds like it's going to be pretty pretty painful. Um, long-term onset. Um, so, fixing imbalances. Serena taught me a, a long time ago. I believe it was from Czech training, uh, Paul Check, And she said you can train the dominant side at a two-to-one. It's not ideal to be able to train one side and not the other at all. Um, it, just in general because you don't want to miss out on the conditioning of the other side as well. To keep all muscles functioning and firing is, is the backbone of health and fitness. Uh, but, uh, you do You definitely do want to train the one side more than the other. then uh, we want to consider what part of the what part of the body is more fast or slow twitch fiber because that 's going to determine what rep range you 're picking at a two to one so if I had uh, a left side dominant oblique let 's say um, or a left side dominant glute because the glute is far more fast twitch fiber it 's responsible for strong motion um, you would want to do it at heavier weight, but less reps as well. But when we get into postural muscles like your core or your forearm and your brachioradialis like this gentleman came up to me today, you could be doing a two to one uh, training such as you're doing, uh, you know, double the amount of reps on one side or double the amount of sets on one side. Um, we'd want to pick a higher rep range like 12 to 20 and train uh, slow twitch fiber because your forearms are more postural in nature. It's just um, they do more in everyday function. Um, Now, we don't have to go through, I guess we can. I've talked about postural and phasic muscles um, and and how to fix them. So if you have an imbalance in any one of these, uh, just think uh, high or low reps. So all muscle has both phasic and postural or both fast and slow twitch uh, features to them. So slow twitch is, is, is fiber that can move consistently, like when you're running for long distances, uh, as an example. Or um, fast twitch is the one that makes you, the musculature that fires predominantly uh, when you're moving very quickly, when you're moving fast. So when we study muscle anatomy, there's uh, slow twitch fiber and fast twitch fiber. Um, there is more fiber as well. We're just talking about predominantly, you know, what the muscle is uh, composed of. So if we go all the way from the bottom to the top, your feet are slow twitch or postural. Your calves are slow twitch or postural. Your hamstrings and your quads are a little bit more phasic but still somewhat postural. Your glutes uh, are massively phasic. They're massively, um, you know, fast twitch fiber. Your lats Uh, and the back wing leg muscles are very fast twitch as well. Um, but if we, you know, stay in that main area, your erectors and all of your core, uh, the erectors are for your spine. Um, they, they support your spine, your core, your abdomen, your obliques, your, uh, aponeurosis, like all the things that go on inside of your core, um, is very postural in nature. So high reps to fix imbalances, uh, biasing sides. Um, as you move up towards your chest, um, it's very phasic, very fast twitch is your chest. Um, And your backs of your shoulders and back of your uh, traps um, and your shoulders in general are typically more postural in nature they function a lot more Um, and and the outcomes more or less are your body fires better um, or it's corrected in an imbalanced way by in in a linear so we don't have to get into the more advanced details of how um, and which specific things to do Um, And when we talk about muscle correction, this was was the thought and the theory around how to fix larger muscle group imbalances. Um, Train at a two to one. I've even heard train at a three to one. Um, And this is why pulling, uh, as I talk about in the answers to fitness, uh, pulling is more advantageous than pushing. Because in modern everyday life, we do a lot more uh, stuff in front of us. Keyboards, uh, laundry, moving stuff around. Um, But the outcome more or less is that uh, when we talk about pulling to pushing, the ratio should be at a two to one, a three to one, or even a three to none, meaning that you're just pulling uh, predominantly and not pushing at all. So people who have shoulder issues, I don't typically even get them to push at all. We just pull a lot more often and it's it's much healthier for the shoulders long-term. Um, so that's, like, that's corrective exercise in a nutshell, in a way that you can understand it. Um, I don't mean to talk down, uh, or belittle it. But when we start to get into advanced correctives, like understanding which specific muscles are firing or not, uh, we talk about muscles underneath the shoulder blade, like subscapularis or serratus anterior, a little bit more difficult to identify because you can't just visually, uh, see it. Um, sometimes you can visually see the, the shoulder blade wing off the body as a suggestion that serratus anterior is not firing, but to the untrained eye, it's, it's difficult to know what you're looking for. So, um, Yes, we can go further with this and pinpoint specific musculature, such as deep abdomen muscles, like your iliopsoas complex or soas major and minor, tr- start to figure out uh, if your multifidus is firing or if you're having separation in your linea alba. Like I'm, I'm just throwing out words to suggest, um, not to confuse you, but just to suggest if you get to a point where you, can't, you are confused. Start asking professionals questions. This is the point of this podcast, is to give you the mindset to know that health is an ongoing life improvement thing. Once you raise your uh, wealth in life and you can afford better health, that's what you should be investing in next. The point of wealth is not to buy a bunch of junk food and drink a bunch and go on a bunch of trips and uh, experience more pleasure. It's to uh, be able to work on the other disciplines of life, in my opinion. Um, and the fun stuff is always stuff that you should and can be doing. Uh, to remain a holistic human being, but it's not uh, how to live a purpose-based life. And if you're listening to this, um, I'm encouraging you to live a purpose-based life, one where you get to improve the lives of people around you as an ongoing mission. Um, And, you know, it's actually really nice this morning. I had uh, the lady I live with, um, remarkable, remarkable lady, suggested, um, Kyle, I've never, you know, I recommend a book for you. It's called The Purpose-Based Life. I haven't read it yet, um, so I don't know what to say in terms of feedback, but I'd be happy to listen, uh, read it um, because she said, I've never met someone that was more purpose-based um, than you. And I, and I immediately rebuttaled and said, have you met your daughter? She's a physician, <laughs> right? And she's very outgoing and very ambitious and uh, very wonderful. But just just in a grain of salt, it was nice to hear that because I am very purpose-based. Um, I'm not the most purpose-based, but I care a ton about your future in fitness. And I hope you feel that. I hope that's an active pressure in your mind, knowing that Kyle cares a ton about your future in fitness. So folks, have yourself a remarkable day. I'm just getting home here. Uh, The podcast was cut short because I wasn't uploading for some reason. Um, but now it is, uh, I love you all very much. Thank you so much for all of your support, uh, correcting muscle imbalances. You don't necessarily have to do it either. Um, I would say unless it's creating dysfunction, uh, just keep training in, in as balanced of a way as possible. Um, but for yourself as bodybuilders, um, if you want to train and change muscle, um, distribution so it looks differently, you can train at the like two to one, three to one, uh, and then in those in those rep ranges in order so you can understand it better. Either way, folks, uh, love you very much. Keep hustling. Keep hacking away at this. Look towards your future of fitness and learn to love that ground, and I'll see you guys in just 24 hours. Peace.